Hi there, it's Alistair again. Today we are going to talk about a couple of different types of Buddhism out there. There are actually four different kinds, so let's dive in and have a look at them. So since the 12th century, Buddhism has declined actually across the world. And in India, it currently accounts for 1% of its population. Although that's the case, Buddhism has over the centuries become an integral part of the spiritual and cultural and societal aspects of many countries, including China, Korea, Japan, Myanmar, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, Sri Lanka, Central Asia, Mongolia, Nepal, Bhutan, and more recently in the West. The several forms of Buddhism we are looking at are the Theravadan, which is the dominant form of Buddhism practiced in Southeast Asia. Theravadan has a lineage that began with the first followers of Buddha. Under the umbrella title of Theravadan, this type of Buddhism takes on many forms depending on the particular country and its cultural influences. In Thailand, where there is a strong forest tradition, practitioners live simple, secluded lives away from towns and cities. The tradition has many Western followers and has been popularized by the work of masters such as Ajahn Kah. Theravadan is also practiced in Sri Lanka, Myanmar, Laos, Cambodia and Indonesia. The next type of Buddhism is Mayahana or what's commonly known as Tantric meditation or Buddhism. Mayahana or Tantric Buddhism emphasizes compassion for sentient beings as well as the concept of emptiness. A Buddha Visarpa, a practitioner who offers the merit he derives from good deeds to bring about the enlightenment of all sentient beings, possesses the ability or tendency to become a Buddha. This deposition is believed to be inherent in all people. The concept of emptiness does not deny the existence of phenomena, but they do not exist as we perceive them. Ignorance of this is a continuing cause of suffering for us. From its origin in India, Mahayana or Tantric Buddhism spread to Central Asia, China, Japan, mainland Southeast Asia, Java, Sumatra and Sri Lanka. The next type of Buddhism is the Zen, Japanese, Chinese or Korean Buddhism. Tradition accepts that Buddha gave the first Zen teaching in front of a large group of followers. After sitting in silence for some time, Buddha simply held up a flower for all to see. One disciple by the name of Makaka Shayapa understood what had taken place. Words were no substitute for the flower. The direct transmission from teacher to student has been the focus of Zen Buddhism since its beginnings in China in approximately AD 500. The two schools remain in existence today in Japan. The Soto school emphasizes two main points, that there is no gap between enlightenment and practice, and secondly, that the correct behavior in Buddhism itself. The Rinzai school is renowned for its use of koans, 
or discussions between master and pupil. By means of the basic practice of Zazen or sitting meditation, Zen aims at purifying and transforming the consciousness, ultimately realizing the mind of a Buddha. The last and final type of Buddhism is the pure land Chinese or Japanese Buddhism. For any Buddha practitioner, the state of mind at the time of death is considered to be extremely important. A negative state of mind can throw one into a rebirth of suffering, while a positive state will throw one into a higher form of rebirth. For pure land devotees, the state of mind will, if suitable, result in rebirth in a pure land or sukhavati and beyond that only one more lifetime will need to be experienced before attaining liberation or nirvana. So I hope that clears up some conceptions about Buddhism and that there isn't only one kind of Buddhism. There's quite a few that we've covered here. If you have any questions, leave us a message and we'll get back to you and answer as best as we can. Let us know what you think, leave a recording, and be sure to check back for updates. That's it for today. See you in the next podcast.